0: Hello and welcome to the Holistically Awakened podcast. I'm your host, Laurence, and today I want to talk about guilty pleasures. So this is something that I was reflecting on a few weeks ago and I really started to see my relationship shift with this since my emotional eating, disordered eating, binge eating days, where there was a lot of rules. And so I know that this is very much something that comes up for a lot of us where we are operating from people pleasing and good girl syndrome and you know shooting all over ourselves and following this sort of idea that we need to sacrifice our happiness and um even the word like guilty pleasures, it's almost like we have this guilt for actually feeling pleasure or doing things that are just about pleasure or doing or just you know not focusing on always doing or working, and I think it's quite frankly creating a lot of damage with our mental health, our emotional health, physical health, and this is something I want to address because my journey started very, very disconnected to my body and myself, I was desperately trying to fix my body, finally be rid of my symptoms. I was always chasing another destination. I need to be somewhere else. I need to be someone else. So naturally, I followed all the strategies and the rules that I thought I had to do. And so this was in accordance with health trends, diet trends, but then it also went into like spiritual stuff. So I'm going to talk about this a little bit deeper. So for instance, at first it started with nutrition. I was in nutrition school. And I had a lot of health symptoms, especially when it came to like food sensitivities and skin and hormones. And so I just kept finding these new strategies and rules and all these trends. And I was just constantly finding new things. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm gonna have to do this next to get rid of these symptoms. So I did things like long fasting and skipping breakfast. And I was also going to school at the same time. I was also working. I was exercising. I was completely bypassing my hunger cues and I just felt terrible in the process. I remember when I would be commuting to school and I would be like, I can't eat till after 11 a.m., but I was starving. I was like almost lightheaded and just hangry. Couldn't really think properly. So obviously that's not great um, (laughs) if you're trying to learn things. But I was just like, no, I have to last 16 hours at least before I eat, because that's what I thought I was supposed to do. And that's what everyone was talking about. And you need to, you know, a lot of people were talking about skipping breakfast and all of that. I did things like going to multiple workout classes a week. And it was always on looking at like the more intense, the better. I never missed a day of working out. It didn't matter where I was in my cycle, how tired I was. I did it anyway, because I thought it was what I was supposed to do. And if I didn't do it, I felt really guilty. I avoided any sorts of treats sugar was just never a thing. I created so many rules around food. I had intense cravings, binges. And so I added even more rules. Like I remember one time I had like, um, really difficulty not snacking and I was always hungry. Like it didn't matter what I ate and how much I was always hungry. And so then I would binge at night and so I had all these rules. And so I remember when I was like, okay, if you want a snack, I like read this somewhere around, um, Um, eating like pumpkin seeds if you want a snack and that will help you like not want to snack. And I was just like, this is the most pathetic snack. And I I was so unsatisfied by it, but I was like, okay, you can only have pumpkin seeds as snacks and you have to wait till this time tomorrow to eat. And you're going to have to eat less because you binged. And it was all of these things because I thought that I had to put more rules. So then I would stop. And of course that never helped my binges. Then it actually went into my business and my spiritual practice, where I spent every moment learning more, attending trainings, listening to podcasts, over analyzing my patterns, shadows, journaling, working on my business, doing social media stuff. It was like every single moment. And I didn't allow myself much time for things that were not productive or doing nothing or having nothing to do because I thought it was what I was supposed to do that I was supposed to sacrifice and always be, you know, learning and getting ahead and otherwise I was going to be left behind and then I wouldn't, whatever. And then I was also keeping really rigid schedules and routines, even on the weekend, even when I wanted to sleep in or just be lazy or spend time with my partner. Even as I accomplished things, I kept seeing my to-do list growing at the end of the day. So I always felt behind and I always felt like even with my spiritual practice, it was like, okay, you have to meditate and then you have to do breath work and you have to go for a walk and then you have to do this. And it was like this specific time frame, and it's got to be done by this time. And that was like literally the opposite of everything that I wanted to feel and sort of the life I want to live because this is just this rigidity and this masculine energy of needing to hold on and control And that is not where you're going to tap into your feminine or receive, um, you know, intuitive hits or be in your flow. This is literally this like contractive controlling energy, right? And so everything was really driven by guilt, especially when I wasn't doing enough. I never allowed myself to be lazy. I felt I had to justify my choices. If I decided to eat a cookie or have popcorn, I had to earn treats for myself, like have a really big workout. Never took a day off. I struggled for so long to even loosen my grip just a little bit because, frankly, it didn't feel safe. And this makes sense because we learn that the answers are outside of us, that our worth is tied to our achievements, that we have to do it all ourselves, that asking for support is weak, that if we don't agree with people, we're a bad girl, that we'll get yelled at, et cetera. And this showed up in every area of my life. My health was a mess business was a mess. Um, My relationship was strained and it would be really difficult um, navigating with my partner because it was just like, yeah, I didn't have time. I was always doing things. I could never just chill. And this showed up everywhere. And so we're really in this controlling energy. And we think that once we do the things, that will feel finally at peace, but we never do because there's always something more. And the thing is, we're really not trusting. We're not trusting ourselves. We're not trusting the universe. We're not trusting others. And so this not only repels what we want energetically, but we're also continually activating the stress response in the body, which of course has hormonal repercussions body wide, but this also puts us in the fight or flight or the free state. And This is where we shut off to flow, to our intuition. We also are stuck in the mind. And so we can't see any other possibilities. And we're not open to other possibilities. We are basically telling the universe, no, I don't want your help. I got this. But it's from this, like, I need to control everything and do everything myself energy energy which is very repelling. And so it's not just the mind that's overactive here, but it's our body, it's also responding to our state, because of course it's connected. And so as we're living in our minds and we're constantly shooting and you know, doing, 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 we're also in this controlling energy that is the toxic feminine, the unhealthy masculine, and we're completely neglecting really the, our feminine energy because we're trying to control. we're trying, we're always doing. We're not actually tapping into our being. And so in the result, we're tacking our tanking our hormones, we're feeling disconnected from our bodies, in our relationships, etc. And so the answer is always in the body because for me, I was like, well, I'm ge- I guess I'm gonna find another strategy or more I'm going to have to do more, or I'm going to have to find a new routine. Or I'm just gonna have to change my thoughts, but really it's it's the body that we need to look at. Because we need to pay attention to how our body is reacting and how it feels about doing less, doing nothing. Um, and this is where we also tap into our truth, because really what is our path, what is right for us, what's correct for us, is going to be something that we need to connect to in the body. So for instance, with my food issues, it wasn't until I actually started to tap into like, what do I want? What feels good in my body and starting to really trust that I knew what was best. That was a process. And that was a process of working with the somatic body. Same thing with exercise, same thing with even my business, same thing with my routines and my spiritual practice. So maybe you don't need to restrict more or find more rules. Maybe you need to pay attention to your body's needs and what it's not getting. Because essentially, when we're in this state of activation all the time, the body is either there's like too much for it to handle and or there are not enough resources. And so we want to pay attention to this, like what is too much and what is too little? Like what am I not actually giving myself what I need? Maybe you don't need to have more energy every single moment of every day. Maybe you also need to honor natural lulls in your energy and when your body needs rest. Because I think all of the time we're like, oh my God, I feel tired at this moment in the day or, oh my God, I feel tired at the end of the day, but I still have things to do. So then we try to find stimulants. And the thing is, it's different if we're like crashing and we like can't function and we just have like constant energy dips. Then, if we have like natural lulls in our energy, like it's our period, or we've had a long day, or we've had a workout, or you know, we just have natural like dips in our energy once in a while, and that doesn't mean that we have to bypass that or make it wrong. Maybe we actually just need to honor that, and we also need to listen to when our body needs rest, because a lot of the time we're operating from years and years and years of go, 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 go not listening to our body not getting enough rest. And that accumulates. So sometimes your body that's, you know, feeling tired more often, maybe it's that you need more rest. Maybe you don't need more caffeine or you don't need to, you know, just power through. Maybe you actually need more rest and your body's going to tell you when that's enough. So maybe you don't need a caffeine fix either. Maybe you need to just allow yourself to take a nap. Maybe you don't need another strategy. Maybe you need to trust yourself with what you're already doing, with what you already know, with what you already have. This one was a big one for me, especially when it came to my business and my health. It was like, maybe you need to like chill for a bit and you don't need to learn more. Maybe you need to actually sit with what you have and what you know and who you are and actually integrate what you've learned, what you've experienced and actually sit with yourself And tune into like, what is my truth? That was big for me and continues to be really big for me. Maybe there isn't anything wrong with you. Maybe you're just trying to force a way that's not meant to work for you in the first place. That's what happened with everything that I talked about. All of these rules and these shoulds, it was just like, this is not working for me. And I'm trying to make it work. And I'm just so frustrated it's not working. Like there's something wrong with me. Nope, maybe this is really not meant to work for you at all. Because the way that works for us is the way that works for us. Like it's going to be specific to us, individualized. And so this is where we need to tune in instead of looking for the answer everywhere else. And so this has been a gradual process and it still is. By no means am I like completely like an expert on um, moving through this or have I completely eliminated all of these things? but it's a continual work in progress. And that's something I even noticed. And I told my partner the other day where I was like, have you noticed that I've actually also been really like so much less rigid with my schedules and routines and I'm so much more flexible and spontaneous. And he was like, yeah, I've noticed that. Like even if it was to do like a spontaneous road trip or like a little afternoon break before I would freak out and be like, no, I don't have time. That'd be the first response. And now it's like, I'm like, oh, maybe I have time. Maybe I could do that. And so I've done it more often or even with my routines. Like sometimes I just don't even have a routine that's scheduled. I'm like, I'm just going to see what I want to do. And it's a lot less, a lot less of adding this noise in, like overpacking my schedule, more white space. And so it's been a gradual process, but I've seen it definitely shift more and more as I, practice this safety within myself and my body of it's okay to let go of the rules and you know chill out a bit and so there's been this gradual you know letting go of needing to control it all and get caught up in the hustle culture to instead break the rules quote unquote which meant leaning also into my guilty pleasures which is something I want to talk about because when Uh, I was talking about all these rules that I was following and all of these things. One of the things that really helped me was leaning into my guilty pleasures. So I'm going to talk about this. So the things that I once felt a lot of shame and anxiety around for wanting to experience, but not letting myself. And some of these are like really simple and really, they might even sound like, what? You had shame around that? So for instance, If I was making popcorn or had popcorn more than once in a week, or I was watching like Netflix, so watching Emily in Paris or Love is Blind, instead of cramming in another personal development training for the day, it's like, okay, I'm going to watch the Netflix. I don't need to watch another training. That was one of the things that I started to allow myself to do. And it would be just so helpful actually and healing because first of all it was I'm allowed to do this because I want to and second of all it was like this reprogramming safety into my body that I get to decide what I want to do and it's safe to do that I don't need to be productive all the time and I'm still fine another thing would be like deciding to sleep in or have a lazy morning instead of doing a workout, or maybe like I skip my meditation in the morning or my breath work. Maybe I don't go for my walk. Maybe I sleep in and make pancakes. So that was another thing. Eating breakfast when I'm hungry, instead of you know fasting and according to this rigid schedule that gives me more stress than anything else. And so for me, I loosely have times where it's like I'll eat breakfast when I'm hungry. And then usually I don't eat after 8 p.m., but I'm not going to be so rigid with when I eat because my body usually tells me at certain times, I'm hungry, it's time for a meal. Creating the weights and the intense workouts for like even walks, because that's what my body wants. And I started to also have rest days and not work out every day and also still allow myself to eat what I wanted without needing to earn it. So it's like, if I didn't work out one day, I still get to eat what I want because I don't need to earn it. And doing nothing. Like, okay, sometimes I would literally just sit and stare at a wall. I would just be like, you know what? I don't really know what to do right now. I don't really feel like doing anything. And that was like huge for me because that's also something my partner recognized. He's like, I've never seen you do nothing. (laughs) So these have all been gradual practices where I started to lean into these things that I really had a hard time doing before. And now It just feels like normal for me to do these things. And so when I finally allowed myself to do these things because I wanted to, not because I earned it, at first, at the beginning, I did feel like a little girl about to get caught breaking the rules. Like it did feel a little weird. Then I started to normalize it. I created safety in these moments. I started to feel more like the authority of my own decisions. And I opened up more energy because I tuned into myself. Versus second guessing and guilt tripping myself over every single decision and going back and forth and burning out from trying to prove myself, all everyone else's rules to success, et cetera. Because I think all of the time there was this like energy that was being wasted. And I'm sure that a lot of you can relate to this where you're like, should I do this? Should I do that? Or like, I want to do this, but I don't think I can. Or like, it's irresponsible. It's unproductive. And you spend all this time thinking about what you want to do or what you should do. And then you're literally wasting this energy and this time going back and forth. And there's like this fight in your body. And literally, you just sometimes end up doing nothing. Like you literally just spent the whole time trying to decide what to do. And so it was less about doing the things um, that I was doing. So for instance, it's less about what I was doing, like watching Netflix or sleeping in. It was more about what felt right for me in my body. And so that's why this can be so different for each person. So for instance, for me, a stretch for me was watching Netflix and having popcorn, sleeping in and making pancakes for other people might be totally different. It might be a stretch for you is meditating or spending time in nature. That was also another thing that I did, but it wasn't like a huge stretch for me. Um, because for me, these guilty pleasures were things that I did not allow myself to do versus meditation and all of those sorts of practices were things that I was doing, but it was almost from this energy of, I should do it. So I, it's really about tapping into the energy of what feels right for me. Like what feels like a 10 out of 10 alignment in my body And so this is where we build trust within yourself instead of relying on outside authorities to tell you what to do or what you should do. And so this is where I was tapping into my intuition, my pleasure, my feminine energy versus overanalyzing and living in my mind. And so I supported my body with what it needed and my soul with what it wanted instead of what I thought I had to do, which is what actually allowed myself to experience changes in my physical health because I was finally paying attention to my body and its natural cycles and rhythms and tapping into my feminine. Like even the other day, day one of my cycle, it was just like really low energy and I allowed myself to do less and take a longer walk and just sit in the sun. And that's what I needed. And so this is also where we need to pay attention to what are my needs throughout the month, throughout the week, throughout the day, like they will change. And this is where, you know, these guilty pleasures or these things, That we shy away from they're also going to change like what are the things that you think that you can't do or have or the ways that you can't be i would challenge you to lean into that because there is a difference i want to really emphasize this there's a difference between doing things to numb avoid or suppress which this can be things like a lot of the things that i talked about watching Netflix or sleep uh, sleeping in or like having a lazy morning or any other there can be so many things that we do that are not in the energy of alignment and you know higher self quote unquote or this is what I actually need and want Versus I'm doing this because I want to avoid something. I want to numb my feelings. I want to suppress what I'm feeling, et cetera. And so this is where the energy of what you do things in really, really matters. Because that's where the difference is. And so these things that I mentioned were feeling like a fuck yes internally from a place of desire and conscious choice. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to do this every single day. But it does mean that I'm tapping into, well, what am I wanting? What am I needing? Because it's the intention behind it that matters. And more often, what we really need isn't more doing and thinking, especially as women, we need to tap into our being. So sometimes the very thing that we need to do is slow down or pause or tap into pleasure. And those very things may also be deemed as unproductive and so those rules that you think you need to follow you really don't because sometimes what you really need is take a step back away from the noise and tap out so that you can tune back in and so it's not more rules more restrictions more depra- more deprivations more over analyzing more shaming or blaming that women need what we actually need is to regulate our nervous systems activate the parasympathetic response and tap back into the body. And so for me, that didn't mean cramming in my schedule with more trainings and things I need to learn and do. It was actually creating more space in my day. It was actually having a slower morning. It was having time to just do whatever I wanted without having rules. And so this is where we start to pay attention to our bodies. And pay attention to our desires, because when we shut that down, we will get the message that we're not listening in one way or the other. And so we don't want that. And so this is where I'm inviting you to tap into your guilty pleasures. Like, why might they feel guilty to you? And really sitting with that, because oftentimes it's actually not something that's bad for us it's that we think we're not allowed to do it. But when we allow ourselves to have what we want, ironically, there's no more of this like craving for it because we're like, well, it's allowed. It's like with the food. If you're like, I can't have a cookie, I can't have chocolate. The most of the time that's what you're gonna, you're gonna crave and you're gonna cave. But if you're like, I'm allowed to have it, I can choose it if I want it. Ironically, it doesn't have that same uh, pull anymore. Because there isn't this resistance and this push and pull and this like idea that, oh, you can't have it because a lot of the time that's what we go towards. We go towards the things that we don't allow ourselves to have. So this is just a reflection, an invitation for you to reflect and maybe even look into how can you practice tapping into some of your guilty pleasures this week and really noticing, How do you feel before and after? And what changes for you when you start to let go of the rules, what you should be doing and start to tap into, well, what do I actually want? What do I want to feel? How do I want to show up? And what are the things that can support me in that? And for most of the women I talk to, It's about doing less and having more space for themselves. So that's what I have for you today. I hope that this was valuable for you. If you have anything that came up for you that you'd love to share, don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram. I love hearing from you. And thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your support. I appreciate you tuning in. And I will talk to you next time on the podcast.